Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business, a show favorite, a personal favorite, good friend of this program, and me, Jeremy Murphy. Love having him on. Uh, he is uh, one of the brightest minds out there when it comes to all things communications in the PR field, former VP over at CBS. And uh, I tell you, man, I, I know a lot about the media because, you know, I've been doing this for decades myself, but pretty sure you have forgotten more than I've ever known. Uh, so always love having you on the program, Jeremy. Uh, a little more about what you do real quick, including your phenomenal book. And uh, let's get into our topic today, which I think is going to be interesting. Sure. I recently wrote a book called F Off Chloe, and it's a humor book about the culture clash between uh, young woke people coming into the workforce and veterans like me who understand how things work. And that I find that great humor in that, um, that difference. And I also go into, I make fun of wokeness. I make fun of media absurdity. Um, you know, and it's a real, it's based on, I, I have 20 years of experience in media, whether it's CBS or my own firm. So I kind of bring it that, that perspective to it. Yes. And, and, you know, that, that's what I do. <laughs> the book is meant for humor. I think it was written during the time of COVID to give people a break. And uh, I, I got to warn the reader, though, they might learn something. They might learn a lot, actually, about what's going on culturally, but they'll do it with a chuckle, which is the best way to learn. Okay, let's talk about this debate situation in the uh, GOP side and the president. Actually, it's on both sides. We ought to expand it, right? All of a sudden, you've got the former president – and the current president saying, I'm not going to debate. I'm not going to debate. You know, and I, I think about the hypocrisy, particularly on the Democratic side, because the Republican Party has looked more and more anti-democratic for years. No real shock here. But the Democrats talk about holding on to democracy, but they don't want to maintain one of the most fundamental tenets, which is the willingness to debate your opponent. I mean, he's afraid. Biden's afraid of RFK Jr.? Really? Um, so there's, there's something for you to play with. Well, go ahead and, and bounce off of that there. Well, this is Trump only cares about Trump. He does not care about the country. Okay. And this is why he's doing it because we can, uh, you know, it, we don't want to admit it, but Trump, Trump brings the ratings and he knows it because if he's not there, you know, a, a fraction of people are going to watch because Trump is a car crash. He, you know, he makes things interesting and Trump knows this. So he'd rather not do it because he knows they won't watch it. I remember uh, in 2016, he tried to get money from Fox for doing the, the debate because he knew he's the ratings. And he's thinking about He's not thinking about democracy and giving the people uh, a chance to listen and hear the candidates. He's thinking himself. And this is why he's doing it. I mean, it has nothing to do with the country or anybody else but himself. Mm -hmm. So I think he's terrified. I think he does not want to be on a stage with a Chris Christie who will dismantle his record. And if it gets ugly and personal, Chris Christie has proven that's not a problem for him. And I think for him to not do it, I largely agree with you because you're basically saying he has enormous hubris, that he's so important that he'll destroy it from a ratings perspective. And it will negatively affect ratings, but whoever watches will talk to others who <laughs> didn't watch 
to come watch Future Ones because you're, learn, you're, you're going to get a tutorial from Christie alone about Trump that uh, you're not going to get anywhere else. So close, so personal to Trump. And uh, I think it's the kind of thing that is an utter disaster for Trump. I think Trump is, I think his primary motivation is fear for not doing it. Well, you know, Chris Christie will demolish him. That, there's no question about that. Um, and I think you're right. I think he is afraid of that. But even if he does it, you know, Trump came from the school of Roy Cohn, where even if you lose, you say you won. You know, he yeah. did that in the election. So I remember in the 2016, Hillary Clinton just demolished him. But he went out after the spin room and he took he said he had a great debate and people listened. And, you know, because the media, they play both sides. And, yeah. you know, people said, oh, Hillary won. But now you have Trump saying he won. And, yeah, and his followers will listen to anything this man says. So um, even if he loses, he claims he won. Yeah, and it's vintage. Believe. Yeah, I think he even said of Hillary, I actually felt sorry for the woman after, <laughs> after the debate. Really? <laughs> did you hear what happened? Yeah, she did demolish him. She, she literally did. Um uh, she just is so incredibly unapproachable is why you don't get the sense that uh, she did win. Um, yeah, I think, that, you know, I think it'll be interesting to see. You and I both know that there's a core group in this country, and they're called Republicans, but they're not. You and I know the vast majority of these people go back and forth, and they're not even driven by ideology. They're driven by something I think is more emotional and psychological. Uh, these are people that, for example, uh, 20% of the people that voted for Barack Obama also voted for Donald Trump in 2016. 20%. What philosophy similarities are there between these two men? They're not. These are people who are motivated by other things. And so you and I both know that there are certain people that the sky can be blue as blue can be, but people will say it's green, and they'll believe those people before they believe reality. So that's going to be a factor here. But I think over time, I think, I think and, I, and frankly, I think Christie's gotten interesting enough that people are going to want to watch just to see what he has to say. Um, and so if Christie's on that stage, I, I, I think, boy, I think he could be problematic for other uh, Republican candidates. He could easily become the logical choice uh, for a party that's still incredibly angry. Anger and hate seems to be primary drivers for the GOP these days. Well, you know, this is the difference between Chris Christie and Donald Trump. So Christie is going to get up there. He's going to sound very, very reasonable, educated, uh, executive-like. Trump is a brawler. And Trump goes for insults and humor. And you know what? People... The people watch these things on two different levels. And a lot of people who don't understand how government works or the law, they love Trump because he says mean things. It's why American Idol, people love that because that judge, Simon Cowell, just said the most horrible things to people, like a bully. Well, that's how Trump is. But he's funny. He says things that are unexpected. And that's what people hear. And all his followers, they just love that, that fighter in him. And, you know, that, that comes up with these insults. Um, and that's how, he, that's how he gets through these people. You know, it's not – you can't – Trump can't beat you on logic and reason 
obviously, um, government. <laughs> what he can do, what he can do is, he can insult you, he can embarrass you, he can say stuff that is so outrageous that sucks up all the media, makes people laugh, and say, you know what? He, I like that guy. I like that guy because you know he he just says what's on his mind. Yeah. So yeah. that's the only way – I wouldn't say – I don't think he's won any debate, but his people think that his people do. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. what, what do we say? So I, I, I agree with you on, on all of it in this, in, except for one factor. If you watch Chris Christie now, I've been watching him pretty closely. He's not the same Chris Christie you normally see. Chris Christie's always been angry. He's always had an angry tone. He can do that very well. Uh, that, that's part of his shtick, if you will. But he has got a roll-up-your-sleeves kind of attitude that uh, is a more, I think, more resembling of Trump, except when he articulates, it is logical. It's based on reason. He has no problem getting in the gutter with someone. And uh, I think Trump is terrified of that aspect. Um, in the end, what do you think happens? Does Trump debate? Or does he get not to a debate in which he had because of how he's treated? And you may see him in future debates. So come and give me, give me a sense as we wrap it up. I don't think he's going to do the debate. I, I think he, th- he, he knows that if he doesn't do it, very few people are going to watch. And it really won't mean a lot. Um, I don't think, you know, we used to do at CBS, we used to do upside, downside. There's really no upside for him to do these debates. So, but you know what? He can take away. He can take away viewers. He can make sure, um, that, you know, he'll do some stunt. You know what he'll do? He'll do some stunt that actually gets the media attention and takes away from it. He is so vindictive and uh, all about himself. He doesn't want people watching these debates because they might learn something. Yeah, I think uh, I think what so we're crystal balling, or we'll probably both be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, uh, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, he's going to, at the very least, he'll do a, a Twitter town hall. He can't get any other media to uh, sponsor uh, or a, a truth social, probably Twitter, because he wants eyes that can easily get there. Uh, and, and truth social has been, you know, DOA upon birth. Um, but, uh, you know, he'll do a town, he'll do a town hall that's the exact length and time frame somewhere during the debates. All that's going to do, though, is tr- attract people that are in the Trump camp. I think there's millions of people, we know there's millions of people, uh, that uh, voted for him as independents. And you're not going to win a general election without winning those people. And I think a lot of those people are going to watch this debate. Not, not the same number as if Trump were in it, but, but a lot of people will watch that debate uh, for example, I can't watch the debate that Trump said. It's too nauseating for me. I will watch this debate, the way it's shaping out right now. Uh, and, and it doesn't take a whole lot to create a viral moment. And I can see particularly Chris Christie creating a viral moment. And you know that moment isn't going to be beneficial to Trump. Well, you know, I keep remembering um, during the 2016, Megyn Kelly's question about his attitude towards women just should have demolished him. And what did he do? He said, only Rosie O'Donnell. The whole audience cracked up. 
And that became, yeah. that became it. He, lit, he, he, he took the, all the oxygen out of Megyn Kelly's question with that one quip. So mm-hmm. this man knows how to take a bullet. It's going to be interesting. And we know what you just said is absolutely true because he has to in order to be able to survive like he has. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's fascinating. And it's always fun talking about it with you. Uh, love talking to Jeremy Murphy. I learn a lot every time I'm visiting with him. And the instant I wrap up the segment with you, Jeremy, I begin looking forward to our next one. Thanks so much. I am Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business.